everyone, my name is Ivana, your hostanista, and I want to welcome you to the Color Random Thoughts. Like the song, which may say, welcome back, and I will say, and I am so humbly honored to be back with you guys. Um, just, I, I missed it, I missed you, so thank you for listening to me. So I took a two-year hiatus, which helped me with my self-development my self-care work, and finally loving the real me. To me, it was a necessary journey that I needed to kind of upgrade myself. So some of y'all that may have listened to my podcast before, maybe you're asking, so what's your story? Well, being the open book that I am, I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> it started after going down to Florida with... Um, my best friend, her son, to pick up my youngest daughter. And love the fact that my best friend has this major niche and questions that she asks is like soul questions. It's nothing for you to think about. It's something for you to feel about. And then it resonates to your head like, oh, like, should have done it this way so it's like you put get your feelings involved and then all of a sudden it goes up to your head like oh wow damn (laughs) it just hit me um but i truly 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 appreciate her for one going on that trip because it could have been tiresome but it was fun we had a we had a ball um and then two um she pretty much jump-started the improvement process for myself and I love her for it I humbly grateful for her and um, she knows who she is go ahead and give yourself a round of applause girl pat yourself on the back pop your collar okay (laughs) Um, but she with with that being said when I got back, I had an epiphany about how my relationships were. And I just sum all of them. The broad spectrum, the family relationships, the um, romantic relationships, if I had any. Um, which at that time, no. Um, but neither here or there. Um, the friendships, the people that I encounter at my job, my co-worker relationships, etc. So I added all that in an umbrella and I had sat at a park on a nice day, had a pad of paper and pen with me and I wrote like kind of like four categories. One was going to be the chopping block. The other one is toxic relationship. The other one is salvageable relationships. And the the other one is healthy relationships. So the salvageable and the healthy relationships are those that mainly are there to help you. They show love. They, when they try to give you criticisms, it's a healthy one. Now, the salvageable ones used to be toxic until you tell them, hey, I didn't like what you did. And they take responsibility and accountability for their actions. So you're working on being in the healthy um, perspective. 
And then, of course, you have the chopping block because those are the toxic people that refuse to take ability, take accountability for their actions, uh, refuse to change their output, their thinking. So those are the ones you got to cut off in order to keep having the healthy relationships or even the salvageable relationships. So I had that on play. And in addition, I was not loving myself fully I was um, felt like that some of the things they were saying they were not only hurtful but they were they were taking me down like I was the Titanic their words are the Titanic and I didn't have a rescue boat and they were taking me down and I just it just couldn't do that and I had to literally think I think I spent three hours at the park doing this list thinking about it and I was like you know what this is where I'm going to start my change for self-improvement and in the process of doing that I was listening to different motivational speakers uh, TED talks and everything about healthy relationships, um, boundaries, which, where you should set your boundaries at and everything else, and healthy boundaries. And um, in the process of that, I was listening to a YouTube talk, TED Talk, a, or a TED Talk on a YouTube channel by this wonderful lady by the name of Tracy McMullen. She was a game changer for me. Um, her, her TED Talk is called The Person You Really Need to Marry. And it, only, it not only inspired me to love myself that, and also that I'm enough and I am worthy. I should love myself enough to marry myself. And at first when I heard that, I said, this girl must be crazy. Is she hard up? She, what's, what's going on? And after hearing her trial and tribulations and why she thought that, it made sense. So basically, how are you going to love anybody else if you don't love yourself? So in order for her to make sure that she loved herself, she married herself. So she's saying for better, for worse, for rich or for poor, uh, and sickness and health till death do us death do us part. So it's not like you needed a fancy ceremony or you needed to get you a wedding dress or buy your ring. Well, you can buy your ring if you want to. I don't think it would make any difference, but either way, you are saying that you are worth the love. And for that, you're going to teach yourself how to love yourself so that way, when you do have somebody romantically wanting to come in, you can teach them how to love you. Which I am a firm believer of that, because if you don't love yourself, how can you love somebody else? You have to teach yourself, or you have to learn to love yourself, and then those that don't know how to love you, teach them. Teach them how to love you. You know, like music says, teach me. <laughs> so... 
I had all this going on and and that was the most amazing talk I have heard years years so I implied it and it, it worked out a lot to where I started creating boundaries for other people um, I was tired of being hurt I was tired of being the one that where they would say something I had to bite my tongue I couldn't say nothing um, or I was too timid to say something or kind of scared I had to get I had to face those fears and get out of it because that was a form of people pleasing and that is not healthy you cannot please the people you have to please yourself and of course they were some of the people that I was people pleasing were still in my life but they had to know how I feel and so like I said some of them went to the salvageable stage some of them they got the cord they got cut um, they did not they did not make the roster okay they did not make the team <laughs> they had to keep it keep it moving we got to keep it popping because we are trying to do good things and positive things nothing negative so after realizing that that was people pleasing and cutting them off and everything I left them alone because um, they wasn't going they wasn't going to change no matter what and in the serenity prayer you cannot it states you cannot change people you cannot change people you can only change what you're able to change but you cannot change those that cannot be changed you cannot change people so I stepped back and I said I am still cleaning up my life because I love me enough to do it I'm working on it all right and I had to be not only working on those outside of the family I had to work those inside of the family so I worked on some of the concerns and issues I had with the family relationships I had voiced my concerns um, we do have a stubborn old head that likes to they like to let's just say they're very aggressive <laughs> and controlling but after a while they understood and said okay 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 I understand where you're coming from so we're working it we're building that cushion or that nest to be a better family and I'm I'm so happy about that. I'm like, yay, yay, something this is positive. It's more positive than I was when I was a kid. <laughs> but either way it goes, um some of the relationships were saved, some were not, and I never felt better in my life and I'm okay losing those relationships because they they can't get over on me anymore they they can't um, take that they can't hurt me anymore they can't um, hold me back they can't hold me back anymore because I'm, I'm moving I'm moving on up 
Now, I had people ask me when I, I was in this process doing this, why would you do this? And, I, and it's so funny how it's something um, where you trying to get rid of toxic people is always a question, why would you do this? Um, but I'm also a firm believer that we are energy beings. And with you can attract good energy, you can attract bad energy, but the energy will remain to those that that are in contact. So I've heard. <laughs> and with each contact, you give a piece of your energy to them. Somewhat similar to, I think, a energy collective or um, kind of like... Um, you know, like you always, um, like germs, you know, they always come on you and they stay on you, you know, for God knows how long <laughs> or hair, you know, it's just, but I mean, you can't collect hair, but I'm just saying in general, um, it's, it's like you picking up something and it sticks to you kind of like Velcro and it doesn't move unless you retract that energy back. So those that cause negativity to you can keep that energy. And when I heard that, I was like, oh no. So when I finally got some get right in me, I was taking that energy back. I was cutting whatever way you want to take it, cutting off the lights, repossessing the energy either way I was getting that energy back the energy was getting turned off for that apartment or that or that person I was repossessing my energy all that energy whether they knew it or not was unconsciously given to them and I wanted my power back so consciously I repossessed or shut off the energy um Shut off the lights. Shut off the energy. Because it didn't belong to them. It belonged to me. And another, um, while we were in isolation, because I'm still on my journey, um, not only the relationship, but other things as well, but self-improvement. I was listening to a, a YouTube video by Candace Dale Bell. Dale. I'm sorry, Dale. Called Releasing False Idols. And I was like, wow, I love how she told, was talking about how people use more energy for the idols, the daily idols that they actually cherish, uh, unknowingly cherish than themselves or God. And when I say about idols, the idols could be the boss at your job where you're afraid to speak up to them um, a girlfriend or a boyfriend that y'all might be in a toxic relationship or any tox toxic negative relationships that you may encounter you are giving them that energy and you're putting them on that pedestal and every time that even though you may not agree with it, you have to agree because they're in this position or they're in that position. 
or you trying to avoid a conversation, you trying to avoid an argument, and you putting them on a pedestal, and you idolizing these people. Auntie, I had to kick some people off the pedestal this year, and last year, because that wasn't happening. <laughs> I got my power back, and that was the amazing part. For you to spend all that energy on those people and not on yourself or God, that was not acceptable to me. It, But I'll tell you what, this was major, deep, 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 deep soul searching. And I needed it to fix my soul and myself. So for me to know that I... I I had to take that power back and the power lies within me. So, yes, and I'm also a single mother of four. So I had one graduated from college and one graduated from high school last year. Then I had one graduated from high school this year and one going to virtual academy uh, this year because of COVID um, and I'm a busy mommy bee I'm busy so I had but I before I started working on myself I didn't have the passion I didn't I couldn't do it during that time I lost focus motivation passion for everything I did I had canceled college courses because I felt I was going to fail the class and then or I got a weird vibe by the teacher and I didn't like the teacher so I wanted to get out so those were excuses negative ones at that because that ego was I was at that point I, I just couldn't do it um, I hadn't canceled any social engagements I said I was gonna come and then I was like no I don't feel like going you know different things like that um, didn't want to be social because I was people would be talking about me and they'd be embarrassed around me and I just was an emotional hot mess I honestly would drink more than I usually would and just had a deep depression with a chance of procrastination some days some days were good some days were not and then I get a little sprinkle of procrastination but I had to snap out of it I had three young ladies well, two young women, one young lady that looked up to me. And if I wasn't taking care of myself, how can I take care of them? And that, to me, I had to improve. I really had to improve. Because that was not a definition of a classy, intelligent lady. I, it was not. And I had to kick myself in in my own butt just to just to straighten myself out in this whole process a few steps to to give me some time to heal and be a better mother a woman sister daughter grandmother etc yes I got a three-year-old grandbaby yeah yes uh, for my oldest daughter um, but my goal in the process was to be fierce like a phoenix the old me had died 
and I was dedicated and I was dedicated for that death. I was I was looking forward to that death of the old me. But when the new me was born in the ashes or reborn, more or less, oh, it was on. <laughs> it was on. Sort of like this podcast. It died because I lacked the motivation and determination. But after I found myself and started rewriting content, because then I had writer's block, I had everything going on, I finally was able to have more focus, dedication, and courage that risen from the ashes. So it gave me that strength to go ahead and start this podcast again. And I will continue it, um, continue the podcast. Now, for those that are just coming in, um, hi and welcome. My name is Ivana, and this is The Power of Random Thoughts. And I'm just talking about me coming back and the ordeal I've been through and the journey I've been on to self-help and love and what the processes I've been doing um, to get to that point. So welcome. Thank you. So let me get into the self-love um, part. In order for me to better myself, I started meditating. I did Ricky sessions, and I'll tell you about that, um, and exercising and focus on goal setting like I did before, but more intense. Um, I created a few vision boards, one for travel, business, and then relationships. I created a routine and sticking to it. I made sure I had a board with morning, afternoon to look at it. So that way I had no excuses. I can't say I forget it. It was there. <laughs> it was there. I could not make it up. Okay. Um, I also created a routine to include listening to motivational speakers on YouTube audio books in the morning when I'm getting ready and actual book reading when I'm about to go to bed and morning meditations and evening meditations depending on if I first get up or after the audio book then I'll do it and then of course before I do the book reading I'll do the evening meditation but that was a to name a few of few things I'm doing alongside other things <laughs> The determination to get back on track was inevitable. And since I gained a few pounds, just on keeping it real, guys, um, <laughs> I had to focus on getting back to a healthier weight. I was at my heaviest, but the reason wasn't those people, the ones that were in the toxic. I wasn't going to blame them. I blamed me because I let them get to me. I let them put me in a state where I was eating comfort foods or unhealthy foods, that I wasn't exercising, I was procrastinating. I couldn't blame them. They they couldn't be 100% because I gave them that power. So when I got that power back, I rejuvenated. I rejuvenated, so I'm starting to do um, exercises in the morning and evening. And so, you, I might do yoga in the morning, 
and do something light or I might do something heavy in the morning and then do a little bit of yoga at night depending on how I feel um, but I've never been so happy to get myself back on track and I, once I started to believe what they had said to me and when I gave up on myself it was it was that was the moment I, I felt like I was crashing but now I once that attitude was gone I was able to take care and focus on me even went to a Ricky master yes I went to a Ricky master Ricky Ricky if you're probably wondering what is Reiki is a powerful energy healing technique they will either put their hands kind of above you and they will draw bad energies out of your energy fields um, and it's supposed to help your your chakras there's supposed to be seven chakras so you have a root chakra you have the sacral chakra you have the solar plexus you have the heart chakra the throat chakra, the three eye, third eye chakra, and the crown chakra. If you don't believe it, that's okay. You don't have to believe it, but I will tell you that this actually works. <laughs> no lie. Because at one time at work, they wanted me to walk on a straight line, and I was walking crooked. And everybody was like, why are you walking crooked? I said, I don't know. I may not have been stretching or something. I'm just tired. But once I went to that first session for that Ricky, I was able to walk in a straight line. No lie. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. But I wish they told me to bring a small snack and some water, like a big water, because it will dehydrate you. I came in hydrated. It took all my water. <laughs> it will make you hungry. And you will be really fatigued and tired. I think I was asleep for three to five hours after it. <laughs> and thinking that after I went, um, after I went to that session, I said, well, let me go ahead and go to the bank because I had to do something and luckily I walked because if I drove I probably would have been in an accident but because I would have fell asleep at the wheel that's how tired I was um, so I make sure now if I ever go back I have um, I have an apple or something and some water something to help society the uh, after effects but it, it actually helped me a whole lot and uh, helped me balance and it, it, it was just it was great um, but if you would like to know more about Ricky the Ricky process just send me an email at color random thoughts all one word all lowercase letters at gmail.com uh, color random thoughts c-o-l-o-r-r-a-n-d-o-m P-H-O-U-G-S-T-S at gmail.com. Bye.
know, in the process of all this self-discovery and self-love uh, and self-growth of myself, and I won't go into detail because I don't want it to be too long, but my, uh, my daughter, my oldest daughter, ended up having a nervous breakdown, and I had to go from Maryland to the other state because they're in another state to be with her and my grandbaby because my mom is up in age and I did not want her to be taking care of being a two-year-old um, so I decided I was going to go ahead and take off and go assist them and um, I, I got to the point after her my daughter's trial and tribulations she finally I told her she needed to put her big girl panties on because he's not about about you the whole the whole relationship was toxic in the get go the whole relationship was toxic um, but I told him when I talked to him like for two or I told her when I talked to him for like two minutes I knew he was a major BSer um, he was he's just I'm gonna say the whole situation was messy and he liked drama he loved the drama and it was messing with her mental state and I told her you need to go put your big girl panties on because you've been you've been receptive you let him do it and you just like and I think she was kind of scared of him but in a sense she put on her big girl panties she pretty much said, hey, he, he got her at her breaking point. She showed him what she was working with. <laughs> My daughter finally understood her worth and showed him she was at her breaking point. When we said we were done with, we had been done with this mess, we had been done. We were done I think we were done before the baby was born. We were done with him. She showed him and the world just how much of a badass she is. She told him to stay away from her. She's like, you ain't this, you ain't that. I'm tired of you. I'm taking my power back. You ain't got no power over me no more. Don't ask me for nothing. Don't get in my car. Don't try to look for me. Don't try to find me. Because when I move, I'm moving away from you and your issues. And I said, you go, girl. Proud of you. Girl power. <laughs> but she's finally getting better. And she finally understands that when grandma or mom said, hey, he, he, ain't, he ain't good. He ain't good. She says she definitely listening the next time. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy but in conclusion I had to I had change so that I can refuse to be that girl anymore that's all I was hearing around around the area I was that girl right now I am a phoenix I am a goddess I am reborn I am no longer that girl people said she can't keep a man or that girl who always messes up or that girl is gullible 
that girl is naive, that girl is a bad mother, oh, that girl is stupid, that girl is ugly, that girl who can't hold her own, or that girl who is not stable and can't get her shit together. Because at the end of the day, you don't dress me as that girl. If you can't dress me by name, don't address me at all. My darkness is over and I found the light. I found my voice, I found my strength, and my fight. Because I am that super fierce goddess, that queen. And I found my only true love. And her name is Ivana. That's me. <laughs> Next week, I will continue the Romance Game series. If you haven't heard the first one, it talks about the victims of Romance Games. And this one will be about how not to become a victim and some signs to look for. But please, if you would like to contact me, email me at colorrandomthoughts, all one word, little letters, at gmail.com. Thank you for joining me this week. Those with birthdays in September, happy birthday, Virgo season, yay! And I hope you all have a safe and enjoyable week. Good night.